0: You're listening to a 58 Ember Production. Hey everyone, I'm your host Emily and welcome to Sideline Edit. Here I'll be curating and breaking down what's trending in the world of sports on and off the field. I'll leave you with just the right amount of information so that you can join in on any sports conversation and not feel totally lost. You'll know what the big game of the week was, what event to be on the lookout for next, what team is hot, who had the best game day fit, because trust me, the game day fashion is elite. And I'll also just be filling you in on who some of these main characters are so that you can get a better understanding of why I and so many other people out there are just so obsessed with the world of sports. And I always say, I truly think sports are the best reality TV out there, and so I'm excited for you to see that too. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everyone, welcome back or welcome to another episode of Sideline Edit. Thanks for being here. We had our season finale of the NFL. The playoff games are set. Let's go ahead and talk about it. I kind of want to do a rundown of a few different things just to get you up to speed and then get into the main story of it all, the Buffalo Bills. Let's start with the NFC who has been a little bit more straightforward this year with this playoff picture. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers end up winning their division with a win yesterday against the Panthers. It was certainly not the most convincing win as they won 9-0 with three field goals. But the Bucks end up with the South title win. It had been really back and forth in this division between them, the Falcons, and the Saints. And so speaking of the Falcons and the Saints, we have to talk about what happened there. Because drama, drama ensued. So, as we know, the Saints and the Falcons are division rivals, and the Saints end up beating the Falcons 48 to 17 in this game. And so, not the closest of games. And so, the head coach for the Saints is Dennis Allen, and the head coach for the Falcons is Arthur Smith. And the head coach for the Falcons is just kind of mad this whole game, mad that the Saints are beating them so badly. But the last game really put him over the edge. And so this is what happened. The Saints had intercepted a throw from the Falcons quarterback and ran it back to the one yard line. So they are one yard away from scoring a touchdown with a full set of downs. So very easy for them to score a touchdown here. There's about a minute, 15 seconds left in the game. They're already winning 17 to 41 at this point. And apparently the Saints head coach said we're just going to knee it out and not score, which is a respectable thing to do. I don't think this is something that like is a, I would say, go to to do in this situation, but just kind of like a nice thing to do. They're winning the game no matter what. They don't need the touchdown. It's just simple to knee it out, game over right there. And so the Saints are lined up in a knee formation, you know. Everyone's expecting them to take the knee here. But instead of doing that, instead of doing what their coach should do, the quarterback for the Saints hands the ball off and they run it in for a touchdown. And so you can say that's a little rude because they are lined up in a kneel formation. And so that's what everyone's expecting them to do. That's what the other team, the Falcons, are expecting them to do. But it's rivalry football and people want to beat the rivals. And the person that scored the touchdown, it was his first touchdown of the season. Like, they were all excited for him. But the game ends, and as normal, the head coaches are walking towards each other on the field to do, you know, the usual handshake, good game, move on with their lives. But the Falcons head coach, Smith, is very mad. And he is yelling at the Saints head coach, saying, what the F was that play? That's F and BS. All the things. And the way Smith is coming at him just felt like out of a scene of The Real Housewives. Like, that's the energy. Just, I feel like you've probably seen something like this before. Just so mad, just coming at them, just F this, F that. And the person just like taking it all. And that's truly what the Saints coach does. He just says, I understand that, being composed as he can be, with Smith just like, coming at him and then ending up storming off. And in the press conference after the game, the Saints coach is unhappy too, because he told his players to take the knee and they didn't. And so he was trying to do the right thing in his mind that Arthur Smith wouldn't be mad about. And his players just didn't follow through on that. And so both of these coaches aren't happy, but obviously Arthur Smith is the one who went way overboard and is screaming at Allen on live television. And it's predicted that going into this game, Smith would likely be fired after this game and the yelling just confirmed that. And he is swiftly fired right after this game. And you may know this about Arthur Smith, but if you don't, people like to hate on Arthur Smith because he is a nepo baby. Arthur Smith's dad is the founder of FedEx with an estimated net worth of over 5 billion dollars. And so I don't think we have to worry about Arthur Smith and his loss of income too much. I think he will be okay. And I think that's just another reason why maybe you might have seen this circling around of him yelling at Alan because people love it when a Nepo baby is acting entitled like this. And so that is just a little reason why maybe people are relishing in this as much as they are. Now on to the NFC East. With this Dallas win, they win the division, and the Eagles get the wild card. And as I've mentioned before, this is now the 19th straight season without a repeat winner in this NFC East division. And that is the longest streak for any division in all of NFL history. Which, wow, did not see this coming, but glad the streak survived. Another fun fact coming out of the NFC is that the Green Bay Packers secured a spot in the playoffs, making them the youngest team to ever make the playoffs. You have to appreciate what Matt LaFleur has done with this team and just Jordan Love being Jordan Love and just an exciting team to watch. And so good for the Packers, youngest team ever to make the playoffs. Now let's transition to the other side of things in the AFC. You have the Texans clinching a playoff spot with this week's win. And I'm really hype about this team and CJ Stroud, just so fun to watch. And they have to play the Browns next week. And I somehow want both of these teams to win. I just can't choose yet. The Steelers also somehow got a spot in the playoffs this year too. And somehow the Jacksonville Jags did not. After starting 8-3, and the Jags end the season 9-8 and and lose this final game. And so you might be hearing around people just saying the crash of the Jags. And that's just what happened this year. I don't have time to dive into it now. Maybe I'll dive into it in a later episode. But yeah, just disappointing from Jacksonville. And at the end of the day, we had our big game that we were all looking forward to the Sunday night game, Bills at the Dolphins. And with the games turning out the way they did earlier in the day, we knew that the Bills were at least going to the playoffs at this point, which we did not know that in the morning before the games. And so the Bills team can at least feel good about that. They are going to the playoffs at this point. But whoever won this Bills Dolphins game was going to be the number two seed, getting to play at home. And the other was going to have to be the six seed wild card having to play away in Kansas City. And like Bills games, (laughs) this game had me in rare form just watching it. And it's funny because the Bills aren't my like whole life team, you know, but they are kind of an honorary team for me as I'm a New York fan. And I've just wanted the Bills to be good for so long. And then the past few years being so close and just every single time coming short and having just truly the worst loss (laughs) losses in playoffs that are just heartbreaking. And for some reason, it just feels like this season is the last season to make it happen. Like they just have to do it this season. And I just really want it for the Bills. Whereas I also really like the Dolphins and typically will root for the Dolphins. But feel like they have more time for some reason. They just feel younger and I feel like they can come back next year, be a little bit more developed and have a chance. Whereas for some reason with the Bills, I just feel like they have to do it this year. And so going to this game, rooting for the Bills, but still like when Tua throws an interception, it hurt a little bit, you know, I didn't want to see that. And with these teams, they're both just teams that struggle to turn things around And so if things start off bad for them, it basically continues badly. Like they just can't turn it around. Or as on the other side, especially with the Dolphins, if they start off hot, they just keep going at it. And so I was feeling like the first quarter was just going to be very telling. And I think what kind of saved both of these teams is at the beginning, neither of them looked great. So it's kind of like neither of the team felt out of it which I think is what made this such a good game because you truly didn't know who was going to win. And the Bills just had so many instances where they could have scored. They were in the end zone multiple times. Josh Allen throws an interception right before their half. They could have scored even just like taking the field goal. The Dolphins defense stopped them and the Dolphins defense Really, just did great in this game. I think that with the Dolphins, we always talk about their offense. Their offense is so good. But the defense really impressed me here. And the game really was just so back and forth, even not like a high scoring game. It just felt back and forth because the stops were so impactful. And the Dolphins had a chance at the end of it to tie the game. But Tua throws an interception again. And You know, I was rooting for the Bills, but that interception did hurt a little bit because I didn't want them to lose like that. And just like the reaction on Tua's face, Mike McDaniel's face, just sad. But I am happy that this game delivered. It truly felt like a playoff game with such high stakes and these rivalry teams. And I do just feel like both of these teams are in a good place going into the playoffs. So I do feel good about that for both of them. I hope both of them win next week. I feel like the Bills finally have just some answers with Stefan Diggs is not the solution to everything. Dalton Kincaid played such a great game. I watched Dalton in college a lot and he's truly the next Travis Kelsey. As a rookie, you can already see that he has the most receptions of any Bills tight end in a season ever. And I don't know if I'll end up dating an up-and-coming Taylor Swift, but honestly, I could see it. So Dalton Kincaid, just one to watch. And at the end of the game, Josh Allen said how it wasn't pretty, but they got the win. And honestly, I felt like that hit a chord with me because Bill's wins are never pretty. And that is why their fan base is just a different level of loyalty because it's never pretty, but the hope is always there. And so if you have any Bills fans in your life, just, you know, know that they're always going through it at this point. And I actually want to take a moment to talk about the Bills and an interesting realization that I haven't heard anyone else in sports like talk about this, make this connection, connect the dots in this instance. And so this is just something we put together. And so as you know, I was worried about the Bills this season, wondering would they even make the playoffs at all? They started 6-6. We were all worried. Whereas a team we weren't worried about early on was the Eagles. They were starting 10 and 1. And remember that the Eagles and the Bills played each other Thanksgiving weekend. It was that game that went into overtime. It was just a wild game. The Eagles came out with the win. It was raining like you might remember this game. It was just wild. And since this game, and this is a rare take, I don't know if other people in the sports world will be comparing it to this, but I think we had a freaky Friday moment with that game because since that game, the Eagles who were 10 and one have now been one and five and the Bills who were six and six have now been five and zero. And with the team's like swap and trajectory at the same time, it just gives me Freaky Friday vibes. It's just, it's just weird for things to switch like this, especially when you have this point where they're both together in the same spot. And since then, they've swapped. Very interesting. I don't know how it would work with an entire football team, but Freaky Friday. And on my Friday episode, I'll get into what the Eagles-Bucks playoff game is going to look like. but. The Giants and the Bucks both have very blitz-heavy defenses. And when the Eagles rely on talent who is now just not performing, the blitz-heavy defense can get to them. And so it'll be an interesting matchup. I'm excited to just prep you more for that on our Friday episode. For my game day fits, we had some great denim sets, which I love a good denim set from Jaquan Brisker and Derek Henry, which I'll be posting on my Instagram stories. So be on the lookout for that. And of course, I can't end this episode without saying happy college football championship for all who celebrate. This is a championship I'm really looking forward. I also want kind of both of the teams to win here somehow. I love the Michigan versus everyone, but I also think that Washington and Pennix are just special. Both of these teams ranked number one, number two, both undefeated. I just think it's truly a perfect matchup, and so definitely watch that tonight. The championship of college football, the last one of this four-team playoff, kind of a moment in history. Also, potentially Harbaugh's last game coaching Michigan. So definitely history happening. As always, thank you for listening. And if you can, please rate and review the show. It helps so, so much. And I will see you on Friday. been a 58 ember production for more shows please visit the 58 ember channel 58ember.com or find us at 58 ember media on socials